Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, podcast people. Welcome to Zion Community Church Podcast, podcast on the mount, and I hope that you are enjoying your week so far, even though it's only been, you know, two days, or this is the second day of the week. I hope that it is already going amazing for you. Um... You know, it's only uh, it's only Tuesday, so we still have the rest of the week, but that doesn't mean that it can't be great. Every day can be great. Um, you have to be in the mindset of today's going to be a great day, um, and not just, you know, maybe good things are going to happen to you, but, you know, it's a great day because you woke up. It's a great day because you still have uh, breath in your lungs. It's a great day that you are able to um, have another op- another opportunity for you to um, to do the purpose that God has set out in your life. And you may not know what that purpose is exactly, but I do hope that you find it. And I hope that you seek the Lord um, to understand everything that He has um, for your life. And you know, just know that He may not reveal everything all at once to you. Uh, it may be piece by piece. It may be very little by little. It may be a vague answer that he wants you to uh, seek out what that could mean. And that could be either by diving into his word, going to him in prayer. Um, so maybe seeking out counsel from other um, from other believers uh, of what uh, maybe God has placed on your heart. And maybe that person has an opportunity for you to live out that purpose that God has planned for your life. And it may just be a purpose for the season, um, the season we're in. Uh, it, you know, we're all going through different seasons in our lives. Um, we're all going through the same weather uh, seasons. But uh, we each go through a different season in our life that we may feel is either an up or a down. Uh, but God has placed uh, you in that season for a purpose, and He has His reasons, and it's not—it's really not for us to fully understand why. Um, we just have to obey and, and live out that season, and make sure that we're doing the things that uh, we are um, uh, commanded to do, to ask to do. We just have to have obedience, and uh, God will follow through with the rest. So. Um, I hope your Tuesday goes well um, today, and then, you know, Wednesday we're going to have our Bible study at Zion Community Church. We have our um, last missions missionary team um, in this week. I believe they're from Kansas and Nebraska, so um, I, uh, I know they're doing amazing things. I haven't been able to be down with them, but I know that they're doing amazing things this week. As they were down here, and uh, I, I am very thankful that God had called them to come here to Oklahoma, um, you know, for uh, a chance to uh, be the hands and feet of of Christ in the community. So, if you get a chance, I believe they're going to be um, working around the church, maybe at the at the zone. Uh, doing other things around the community, so you know, stop by the church, uh, meet and uh, greet all of them, and maybe serve as well if you have the time and opportunity. So it'll be great. You know, today we're going to discuss what we went over on Sunday, or what was preached on Sunday, and um, it was it was a great great message. As usual, God brings it through Pastor uh, KJ. 
uh, each and every time he's he is up there, he brings it through everybody who's up there, whether it be Pastor Sean, Pastor David, Pastor Gary. And so we did officially recognize Pastor David and Pastor Gary um, this uh, this past Sunday. So we you know we have a uh, four man pastoral staff along with their wives. So it's it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to um, seeing the things that they do. Uh, not only in Zion Community Church, but the community uh, and the kingdom in heaven. So um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna dive into it here shortly. Um, we're gonna go to break, and then we will be right back on uh, what we're gonna discuss. Okay, so when I go in there for judgment, I need how many points to get into heaven? One thousand should be no problem. I was a good husband. How many points do you think I'll get for that? Oh, two, two. Well, how much for being a doctor? Now, I saved lives. Hmm, three points. That's it? What about the time I ran into that burning house to save a kitten? That was good. And? Two points. But I could have died. Two points. I banked a lot on that stupid cat. I'm sorry. So, to get into heaven, I need... One thousand points. And I have... Seven. It's time for you to go in now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pretty good fellow. If all I get is seven points, how does anyone get into heaven? They don't take the test. What? Now, why not? Because they know they don't meet God's standards. Then how do they get into heaven? They've asked Jesus to take the test for them. They get in on his score, not theirs. Are you putting your faith in what you can do or accomplish? Or are you putting your faith in God? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. And welcome back. Hope you enjoyed those messages. Uh, Hoping to get some new, uh, their commercials set in place um we just gotta we just gotta find what we can put in there so um so yeah welcome welcome back to podcast on the mound we're gonna dive into what was preached on uh, on sunday i feel like it was a um it was a great opportunity to be able to recap um in case you can say you missed it or um or if maybe you just need a reminder uh, while you're listening to this, maybe you're not. Maybe you're listening to this while you're working. Maybe you're listening to while you're driving. And can't necessarily dive into um, your your Bible uh, there while you're, while you're driving, but you can hear this. And so where we were, we were in Acts chapter twelve, uh, verses one through nine. And if you're not, if you're, you should be familiar with this story. You may not be familiar with the um, exact passage address. For it, but this is um, the story of Peter. He was in prison. The church prayed for him, and uh, and the the Lord had uh, made a big prison break um, for for Peter. So um, you can uh, you can read that. It's Acts chapter twelve, verses one through nineteen, and um, and so we are going to. Um, you know, dive in. So, you know, Peter had been arrested, you know, because he was, he was preaching, uh, the, you know, he was preaching Christ throughout the land where, uh, the leaders, um, the Pharisees and other leaders were, um, this is after the crucifixion of Jesus and, you know, they, um, you know, why they crucified Jesus because he, he's calling himself the son of God and, uh, being blasphemous to the religious leaders and what they understood, um in there and so um you know they peter had been um thrown in prison he was he was guarded by four different soldiers he was chained to um other prisoners and so he was he was in there and um 
We're going to start, I'm going to start down at verse 6. It says, The night before Herod was going to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains, and sentries stood at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared a bright, or sorry, a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fall off Peter's wrists. The angel said to them, him, put on your clothes and sandals, and Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. The angel told him, Peter followed him out of the prison. He had no idea what the angel was going was doing was really happening. He thought he was uh, seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself and they went through. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a, without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had, uh, when this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance, and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed, she ran back without opening uh, it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. She says, you're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said it must be his angel, but Peter kept on knocking, and when the door, when he, they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then he left for another place. In the morning, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had thoroughly searched and made for him, did not find him, he cross-examined the guards in order that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea, and stayed there. So we have this story um, of the church. Uh, they are praying for Peter's release. They are praying, praying for Peter to be released and out of prison and uh, not to be executed. And that, that that the Lord would come through, and um, that they uh, that they they just they wanted him you know to be set free. They wanted him to be okay. And many times in our lives that we, we pray for something to happen, but um, the same thing that we do is the same thing that the people did at this time. They, they weren't necessarily specific with their prayers. And so maybe in, in what Pastor Christina said, they weren't praying with expectation. They were, they were praying that God was going to do something, but um, you know they may have seen prisoners taken before and uh, never returned and saw them put to death and so they in their minds they maybe were thinking this was just going to be the same thing to happen for peter so maybe they were praying for um for the lord to take his soul they were they were may, may have been praying anything but um you know they weren't praying with a clear expectation of what the lord was going to do they they maybe thought that he was going to be found innocent and released um you know that's you know kind of what we we look for we, we we have situations in our lives that we know we we pray for god to do something 
uh, either with whether it be uh, with someone we know, a friend, a relative, or, or something. But we never we never expect it to go the way uh, that the Lord makes it go. Now, maybe we pray for an end result. Um, we don't know how that's going to look, and so maybe we have an expectation for how that's going to look. But we uh, we come you know when when it comes to the end of it, um, something happens, and we didn't it didn't go exactly how it was um, going to happen. So the first truth was well, you never know how prayer will affect a situation, just know that it will. So, you know, we don't know in, in our lives, we don't know how prayer is going to work. We are hoping that uh, maybe, you know, God will show up in a big way, a bright and shining light, and just come down and physically speak to us. Uh, other times we just think that, you know, something will happen that that would be a normal circumstance of how the way things end, and there you go. We don't think anything of it, but it may have been God in that situation. So you need to be, uh, you need people specifically praying for what you are fighting. Um, so, you know, if you are fighting an illness or you are fighting um, something with your family or your or a friend is is fighting something, you make you got to make sure that you're praying specifically for that situation and not just kind of an overview prayer of you know, Lord be with them in this in this moment, and uh, I pray that it works out the way that you make it work out. Um, you know, you, we we need to be specific. For in those things, so if you're if you're someone is going through an illness, you got to pray um, over cancer. We've seen that many times in nine, um, Zion and New Beginnings, where someone is completely healed of of cancer. Uh, we've seen it several times, um, and so when, so with we put it, there was a news flash in this in the notes here, and the first uh, first one says. God doesn't have to update us with progress reports. He's God. He just, uh, he does, you know, <laughs> I've said multiple times, God will do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it and how he wants to do it. Now, we may ask, you know, for ways to work out specifically in a, in a specific way, but um, but God doesn't work in our thoughts. God doesn't work out the way our mind works. He works outside of that, outside of time and space. Um so it's not, it's not our job to try and fix everything. It is our job to pray. We can see that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16-18. It says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So it's our job to, it's, our, it's not our job to try and fix everything. It's just our job to pray. Um, you know, it's always said that you know the you know men will, will so someone will come to a man we may you know sometimes mostly their wives will come to a man or their significant other will come to their man and and tell them things and so um most times um uh, you know most times than not uh, the men will try to find solutions um or you know men are are required you know are, are in this mindset of okay we got to fix fix something um, and so we, we go right to work and try to fix it. But sometimes it's, uh, and you know, there, there are women like are like that too. But, but while we, we really just need to slow down um, and we try to maybe find solutions. Uh, we need to pray and we need to 
um, listen to what God has says, you know, says to do, and then we need to take that action. Any action we should take, we should be seeking the Christ first in those. Um, another point says, don't stop interceding in prayer for others because your prayers have the power to cause their chains to fall off. So as we see here is the church is praying for Peter, and their prayer could be whatever. But as we saw in the, in, in the scripture is that the way that Peter was released from prison was not by some judicial system or um, a hearing or anything like that. It was the Lord sending an angel, breaking the chains off of Peter, and walking him out of of prison. And we we see can see that in our lives all the time. So that when we have a some family, a friend, a coworker, someone at school who's going through a rough time. Um, and anything in their life, then we can be we can be interceding um, in prayer for for them. You can have other people. You can be um, interceding for them and have people pray over you, pray for them as well, and, and you pray for them as well. And that can that can also cause change in other people's lives uh, when that happens. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it um, happen that way as well. So here's a fact. When Peter got free, he didn't go home. He went to where the prayer was, which was the church. Most, you know, a lot of the times when we get out of a situation in our lives, we we go home or we maybe we go back to the same thing that caused the problem. Or maybe we like, okay, I'm not going to go there anymore, but let me go to this other place. But it's a very similar atmosphere, very similar environment, and we end up falling into the same thing. Um maybe it's a relational maybe we get out of a relationship and that relationship may have not been good and so we you know you seek another relationship and maybe after some time but you end up finding yourself in a very similar situation not you know not because maybe that person is just maybe maybe just the mindset is okay i'm used to this let me find something familiar instead of finding something new or uh, maybe it's the friends that we hang out with. Maybe we realize, okay, I shouldn't be hanging out with this group of people um, just because uh, the way that I act or speak or think around them is not what, uh, what I should be doing according to the Lord. And so we find a different group of people, but maybe they're, they're thinking in another way. That may be different, maybe not necessarily bad, um, but, but it, it's not the right mindset that God has, has set forth for you. So here's a question. Would you recognize the answer to your prayer if it knocked at your door? We we will often come across people. We'd be praying for a word from God, and we come across people who are trying to tell us this word from God that we have been praying for and asking for. But when it comes to we we don't recognize that it can come through other people. We don't recognize that it can come through... Um, situations we don't recognize that it can come through new environments and new atmospheres um, you know we we look at it and say oh, oh okay no 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 I don't I don't want that um, that's not what I'm looking for and we we continue to go on but God is like trying to get your attention with these other things that are say hey listen to this listen to this person go to this place and so that you can get in a mindset that I am trying to or give you an answer to uh, different things. And so 
we, we often just do not recognize what the Lord is trying to do through other people, other places, other things, um, because maybe we don't recognize the what with those other things or places or, or people are trying to tell us. Uh, it's because we're not in our Word uh, daily. We're not um, we're not focusing. We're not praying. We're not having conversations with Him. So prayer brings the answer to the door for you to take action. When when someone comes to your door. Um, and they knock or ring the doorbell, and you know, they, imagine this person is wanting to give you just a million dollar check right then. Now, the only thing is that you're going to have to answer the door. Now, it may be, you may be skeptical and be like, "Hey, this can't be real. It's not real." Blah blah blah. But uh, but maybe it is, and and you'll find out when you answer the door if it's if it's uh, a real thing, if it's a scam if it's if it's fake if it's something or we always have to open that door uh, maybe like I say God can speak through us or to us uh, to other people God can speak to us uh, by different um, things uh, places environments atmospheres things like that but we have to be make sure that we're paying attention so we can recognize when the Lord is trying to do those because we can you know the Lord is in everything and if we don't um, we're not paying attention. One, we can fall, tra- uh, we can fall into uh, a, a trap of the enemy, but we can also, f- okay, see, okay, this is something that the Lord is trying to communicate to me. Um, but warning, you can't get excited just because you get close to what you've been praying for. Another scenario that um, Pastor K- uh, KJ had shared on Sunday is that you may be praying for a better job, and that would just be your prayer, but. That better job maybe comes with lower pay, so you ignore it, or it comes with maybe a schedule that you are are not wanting, and it, uh, you know, you weren't you weren't specific in, in your prayers. So when you pray for those things like that, be specific. You know, if it's a new job that you're looking for, pray for the hours that you're wanting, pray for the pay that you're wanting, pray for maybe the environment that you're wanting. Uh, just you know, you you may have a perfect job in place, but that's something that you may want to do may not be the best thing for you. Um, but here's the bottom line that was uh, that was giving given on Sunday. So you have to believe God for something. Now open the door and receive what you've been praying for. Just think of something you've been praying for right now, and you know maybe you've been believing God for it for so long. And here, when you're thinking about this, think about it, and then go through the mindset of if something comes up, um, and then you got to look. You got to look at okay, is this something that God is trying to to tell me? Is this God? Is God trying to uh, speak to me in this person or in this scenario or? Or what is it that God is trying to teach me at that moment? But or you know, when it's something that you've been praying for, you have to get you have to be in the mindset of okay, let's open that door um, and receive what you've been praying for. Just keep in mind that God can use different things, different places, different scenarios uh, to speak with you uh, in a bold way. So that's what we uh, that's what was learned there on Sunday, and so. Um, I don't know where we're going to be at uh, next Sunday just yet, but I know Wednesday at the Zion Community Church building, 
Um, we are going to have a Bible Wednesday night Bible study live and in person. We're going to have our missionary team there. They're going to just go over uh, the things that they God has been speaking to them this week and teaching them and just the amazing things that they that God is doing in their lives this week. And so I hope that you join us there. It's at six thirty ish, six forty ish, somewhere in between there and. Uh, typically about 7.30. Sometimes we go a little bit over, but uh, that'll be okay. So um, you can also join us for Thursday night uh, prayer, corporate prayer. That is, I believe, at 8.30 to 8.45, only 15 minutes. And um, it's a great opportunity just to uh, bring your prayers uh, to the Lord. And the time, surprisingly, goes by quicker than you think. Um, so... Uh, so join us for that. Uh, it's through Zoom. I um, mean, you can you'll you'll get that uh, if you're part of the church text group, you'll get that uh, message uh, text message in the link to for that Zoom call. So uh, and then join us for Sunday at Zion Community Church. If you've been watching online, we had a few people who have been online or haven't been in a while uh, back uh, this Sunday, and so I was so happy to see those faces that I haven't seen in a while, and so it's going to be a great, uh, great, great time. We have our children's church back up, so if uh, if you have not been coming because we haven't had uh, children's church, you know, this is your chance to, this is your opportunity that maybe God is telling you, okay, I need to get back in church and uh, and have that, um, have get you know, get back into church and, and, and fellowship with other believers and hear a great word. Uh, but if you're still watching online, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're joining us, and so... Uh, feel free to continue doing that. But, um, hey, you guys have a great rest of the week. And I will see you either Wednesday or I will see you in, in person on Sunday. So you guys have a great week. 